Let's give your parents a call right now. Hello, welcome to episode number 26 of Geeking with the Moms. My name is Nicole Tanner, and I am a geeky mom who has just lost her favorite media passion. <laughs> you didn't lose it. Morning. I know, didn't I didn't lose, lose it. it. Uh, and we'll talk about that a little bit. I am joined by Regina, who is fellow geeky mom and head geek at Geek Embassy. Hi, Regina. Hi, Nicole. I'm sorry that you're in mourning, but I feel you. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> and then joined by our resident dad, Stephen Dutzman, who is editor and founder of Engage Family Gaming. Hey, Stephen. Hey. We're, We're back. back. Yay. We're back. It's so weird. It is. It's so weird. <laughs> um, I've missed it, though. Me too. I did, too. Like, I, I don't know, you. I don't know if this is sad or not, but like, you two are like a couple of my best friends. Oh, like, yes. I've been feeling like withdrawal. <laughs> like, yeah. I can't, well, I can't talk to my friends. <laughs> we recorded a, we'll probably be out before this episode, episode of the Geek Embassy Watches Endgame. Uh-huh. And Steven was on and I was like, we haven't done this in so long. I have missed yeah. you. And he said yeah. the same thing. So we were like, yeah. yeah. Um, I just want to say, I mean, not for nothing, Nicole, but I do have a telephone. I just, I mean, I, and I mean this like in the, in the, in the friendliest way, like I love you. You don't like, have to be recording like, to talk are, to each other. Like you don't, we don't have to create content in order to speak. Um, and I, I mean, at your, my phone is always with me, literally. <laughs> And no, so, I mean we have been chatting with with each other. It's just yeah. different, though. I understand. Yeah. I'm just listening. I just want to. I just want. What I really want to do is just make it. Let the record show. That I did not abandon you just because you're not creating content with me. Um, I think you just abandoned me because you were oh. too busy. Well, you've been recording 150 episodes of a podcast every week, trying to get caught up. Yes. Which, by the yes. way, you did. We're going to talk about that later, but I just want to talk about the accomplishment that yeah. you had, which Somebody's was got stamina. Which was, first off, um, props to me for having the idea um, right. of you yes. recording yeah. that podcast. Yes. So, yes. shout out to Steve Dutzman, but you, um, but you freaking murdered it. Like you got all the episodes plus a prediction episode down. Yeah. Before the finale, which is insane. Yeah. Like that's great. Yeah, actually you got caught up before the season started. Before it started, yeah. You didn't even have to do backup. I mean, that was that was I, I didn't think it was possible when I was looking I didn't down. Either. I mean, I was I was being like a cheerleader and like, oh, it's cool, Nicole, you can do it. But then quietly I was like, nah, dude, she ain't gonna do it. Like, <laughs> what are we gonna what are me and Regina gonna say if you can't cut it and you know, like if you don't get it done? And then all of a sudden you were just like, I'm done. I was like, damn. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so For those of you who don't that. know what I'm talking about, uh, what we're talking about is my solo podcast, Geeky Thrones Girl, which is not ending. I've had a couple people ask me today, oh, so it's over? I'm like, no, 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 no. I'm going to figure out something else to do. It's not over. Although the listenership has already gone. Anyhow, <laughs> that's because I haven't been promoting it. So I learned something. Facebook promotion at times does work. Uh. Because that's I mean, where all my listeners came from. Yeah. Huh. So like interesting. Like paid promotions. You were Yeah. Oh, you yeah. were you were I was were. Paying, paying promotions. Yeah, I would share. Apparently you can't as a personal person, you can't nope. promote your posts. Nope. So I was sharing my stuff to our geeking with the moms page and boosting it from there. Yeah. Um and it it worked. 
Yep. I got lots of hits, especially in my predictions episode. It's, yeah, lots of listens there. But like I said, it's, but that's okay. Because I yeah. know that I have some people who still enjoy listening. Some of those people are my friends. But, <laughs> you know, um, I listened, I listened to your initial reactions to the last episode because I had to know where you were at. Yeah. <laughs> you needed to know whether or not this was going to be a fight. I, uh, kind of. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> there was a little bit of that. Yes. There might yes. still be a little bit of a fight. We'll see how it goes here. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, at least Regina is not some of the rage machine no. writing. And petitions. I'm not angry. So. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm super was, indifferent. It was not. Perfect. I will, yeah. Um, but you've always been super indifferent. So yeah. Yeah. You did like, I, there was someone on Twitter, one of the people I've followed for years on Twitter. Um, Chrono Slinger is his name. Um, Alex um, tweeted like, okay, too long. Didn't watch. Please summarize, you know, game of Thrones (laughs) for me in a tweet. And so I said, um, stabby, 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 crazy, 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 sex and boobs, dragons. (laughs) Then it snowed. (laughs) And I was like, that's accurate. accurate." (laughs) Although I think there was definitely a lot of sex and boobs in between the stabbing. So like, it's not like that was a distinct order. They kind of blended together. Yeah. It was all kind of like, just, yeah. I think that was implied. Yeah. I hope general pop (laughs) culture understands that there was lots of sex and murder. (laughs) Yes. Yes. There's always a lull. Um, right pre E3. Yeah, kind of, kind of, <laughs> but there's a fair amount. Well, what I thought we would do, this was my suggestion. Again, I'm the king of suggestions. Um, uh, I'm the, the joker of follow through, but I'm the king of suggestions. Um, I thought that it would be a good idea to just get caught up very briefly by talking about the E3 schedule, which is yeah. in three weeks. Yes. <sighs> so I'm not going to LA this year, but I'm going to be living by the schedule, uh, again. Um, so, yeah. So let's just do it. Um, what? We are not all going to LA. I don't know where you th- got the idea that I was bringing all of you to LA. My daughter is here. Um, and somehow she was convinced that I was bringing her to E3. Oh. And now she's sad. Maggie, I never was bringing it. I was never bringing myself to E3 this year. She I decided that. I just, well, she's not allowed in the show. She's that too. too young. You're not allowed on the show floor unless you're like Randy Pitchford's kid or something. Right. <laughs> like, because there were definitely kids there. Um, yeah. But I'm not going to complain much. Um, but no, I didn't even have fun there. Um, <laughs> it was work. Um, so, okay. So E3 kicks off on Friday, uh, June 7th. With EA, no longer they're not having a press conference this year. Instead, they're just having a series of uh, Twitch streams. I think they're either going to be mm-hmm. Twitch or YouTube streams. One of those two. Um, they're going to be hosted all over the place, so it shouldn't be hard to find. And they have not announced the schedule yet, but they're going to have distinct streams, like one for FIFA, one for Madden, one for Star Wars, mm-hmm. which will be big. Um, word on the street is that there will be a new Plants vs. Zombies game this year, so perhaps Plants vs. Zombies Garden Warfare 3. Uh, right. cross fingers for a battle royale mode because oh. I think PVZ battle royale just makes more sense than Battlefield if I'm being honest um, <laughs> and they got to try it again because Hellfire for Battlefield sucked um, <laughs> so th- that that's their new try They're instead of having one long press conference where all the people that are there for Star Wars are going to get real mad when they bring out Hoop God 
Um, they're going to just separate them up and you watch whatever you want, unless you are a media outlet, at which point you have to watch all of them. So that's E3, that's EA. Um, I'm very curious what they're going to do about Anthem because Anthem came out uh, and did not do super great. It did good sales-wise, but it made a lot of people mad. They obviously yeah. have to do a Mia Culpa. Very interested to see how they handle that. Um, so that is Friday night. Saturday, there's nothing except a bunch of Nintendo competitions, uh, the Nintendo mm. World Championships, and a three-on-three Smash tournament, etc. Skipping forward. Sunday, uh, there are uh, three press conferences. Uh, one is Microsoft. Microsoft has said it's going to be their biggest year ever, blah, 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 blah. Um, like every year. They, well, th- this year they explicitly said it was going to be the biggest year ever, whereas before they j- they never really needed to say it. We just assumed. Phil um, Spencer is embracing tweet um, Twitter a lot more. I think that Phil Spencer definitely loves him some Twitter. Um, <laughs> he's better at Twitter than Randy Pitchford. I'll tell you that much. Um, partially, I think, because Phil Spencer is at least seemingly a genuinely nice guy, whereas Randy Pitchford, is, yeah. I don't think necessarily that's the case. I don't know. We'll talk about that later, maybe. <laughs> Um, so, uh, Microsoft is going to bring a whole bunch of stuff. I bet you they're going to show us Forza. I bet you they're going to show us, uh, the, the rumor has it that maybe they'll be showing us something about their next console. Um, um, then Microsoft, it's going to be like an hour or so. It's at 1 PM Pacific, 4 PM Eastern. Um, and it, I'm excited for it. Um, they got oh, and they're gonna. I, I think they're gonna. I want them to show something about Minecraft Dungeons, the new follow up to Minecraft. Mm-hmm. Um, but they can save that for Minecon. Who the hell knows? Um, yeah, it's the one thing like I know nothing, but I know everything. Um, <laughs> right? Because like we know like all the stuff that they generally bring to the table. Because yeah. like they always show certain things. Um, but at the same time, they could just throw everything out the window. Um, mm-hmm. and Sony's not gonna be there, so one yeah. would presume like. Call of Duty is going to have to show their crap off somewhere. Um, same <laughs> thing with like Cyberpunk 2077. Like they're going to have to show them off somewhere. Yeah. You might as well pick it off there. Um, so next at 5.30 p.m. Pacific, 8.30 p.m. Eastern is Bethesda. Um, I have no idea what they're talking about. Um, they're going to talk they about tanks. Doom. They're, yeah, their um, press conference was really good. <laughs> The year before last, but last yes. year it was just last not year was a hot mess. Unless yeah. you were super excited for Fallout seventy six, and if you were excited for Fallout seventy six, <laughs> I'm sorry, um, it didn't go great. Um, I mean, Regina James, you know James was so hype about yeah. Fallout seventy six. He pre ordered the copy of Fallout seventy six that came with the freaking power armor helmet, right? <laughs> In, I I the, in yeah. the house in Hollywood, like <laughs> literally during the press conference, right. he pre-ordered that thing because it went up for sale fast. He right. pre-ordered it. He thought about buying three, two of them to flip. He only right. bought one. Wow. Um, he played it for like three days. Like, you know, so they obviously have to address that. But right. other than that and talking about Doom and maybe some Wolfenstein DLC, we literally yeah. have no idea what they're going to talk about. Because we'll talk about Elder Scrolls. The next but, one, but oh, they, Elder they Scrolls, have to. Well, they have to, but but Elder Scrolls Six isn't even like they gave us a logo, and it's not even the next in line because the next one in line is apparently Starfield, their Fallout slash Skyrim in space, and that's the well, next in line. Well, they skipped that one last time around. Well, last year they showed us a brief teaser trailer that showed oh, like a weird like. Now. 
like a weird like wormhole looking thing and then they showed us literally a logo and some landscape yeah. for Elder Scrolls skit Elder Scrolls 6. So Yeah. This the star one was not in the last um rotation because there was Fallout 3 and then there was Skyrim and then there was Fallout 4. So Correct. there wasn't a yeah. Correct. So they're adding a third game which makes sense because it's a genre they they don't typically do in that mm-hmm. area game. It also gives them a lot more time between the games so they can have more big technological leaps. I mean, it makes perfect sense to do three different genres or three different genres, but also they can just keep selling Skyrim. And if the next consoles have solid state hard drives and there's no load times, Skyrim is a completely different game with no load times. So like they can just re-release that for another six years. So (laughs) that, um, and then at 7 PM Pacific, 10 PM Eastern is Devolver Digital, which they're really probably like last year they killed a guy on stage. It was not real, but like they killed the guy on stage in the middle of their press conference. It's all weird and super <laughs> meta, but they show some fun games and some of, you know, they're all like real weird indie stuff. Um, Steph Tinsley is crazy is really what happens. Um, <laughs> so uh, then the next day, Monday, 1 PM Pacific is Ubisoft. Um, they're quietly just churning out some of the best games this generation. We know Assassin's Creed will not be there because it's mm. uh, they're taking a year off and just supporting Odyssey with DLC that they have already announced. So maybe a trailer, but like that's it. Um, yeah. We can presume that we'll see Ghost Recon, Breakpoint some more. Um, and then the the fun, weird thing is in their earnings call, they said there are four games coming between now and the end of Q4 2020 of which only one of them is known, which is Breakpoint. Um, So we don't know what the other three are. We know that it's not Assassin's Creed and they said they're AAA titles. Well, well, here's the question. And this is a question (laughs) that I want for you guys. Just Dance is not a AAA title. We know they're going to no, make a Just not. Dance game. So, but yeah. that's not AAA. It just makes a ton of money. Um, so maybe a Rabbids game, sure. <laughs> but is that AAA? <laughs> it depends. So that, that would be like, so funny though if they did this like crazy, like high resolution, like crazy cool gameplay Rabbids game. Sure, I'd play it <laughs> like Assassin's Creed, but with Rabbids. It's, yeah, sure. I'm in. Sure, why not? Um, so one running theory is perhaps a new splinter cell. There was a Mm. kerfuffle on Twitter. They said it was a joke. I don't believe them. Yeah. Um, because you don't make a joke like that. You don't make a joke (laughs) like that. And then like be accident and like have to be an accident unless you're just really drunk. Hey, Megan, that's making noise. and And the noise is in my microphone. She's sitting behind me playing, an embargoed switch game. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Nice. Thanks oh, um, for helping me break embargoes. So that's Ubisoft. Super interested to see what happens. Um, you know what I think might get a tease? Um, I don't know if it'll get released though. Uh, Ubisoft has been working on an avatar game for a while. Oh, not last airbender like James Cameron avatar. Yeah, How weird yeah. would that be? Um, Because Avatar is like all of a sudden a thing now. Um, And we'll talk about that with movies. Um, Then crazily enough, 6 p.m. Pacific time, that same day, um, is Square Enix. They took the big boy spot after Sony decided to uh, take some time off. Um, 
they would not do this unless they had big stuff to talk about. Um, yeah. So my guess is that we're going to see Crystal Dynamics Avengers game. That mm-hmm. is my prediction. They're, they've already told us they're going to show us more about Final Fantasy VII. Yeah. Great, I guess. It's <laughs> fine. Um, I'm going to play it, but I, I don't care. Right. Um, it looks great. It's going to be fine. Nerds are... It's just... Nerds don't understand, and they're not going to be happy. Um, sandwiched in between those two things on Monday at 4.30 p.m. Pacific Time is a kind of funny game showcase with almost... With like 64 indie games in it. In cool. 45 minutes. They're almost at 69. Greg Miller's trying very hard. Of course he is. Because of course he is. Well, you know who's pressuring him to do so? Because every time he brings it up is Andrea Renee. On every time she brings it up. Every time he brings it up, she's like, you know, you should get to 69. And I'm like, this is in, inappropriate for the workplace. <laughs> um, so then kind the of, next. You obviously. Well, of course you have. I was going to say you obviously have not worked with Greg Miller. I have not. The word um, inappropriate just does not apply. Um, I understand that. Um, just- I have consumed I have consumed so much of his content over the last seven years that I feel like he and I are truly best friends. He just doesn't know right. yet. I'm I'm trying to work with him. Um, we're filming an I'm filming an audition tape to be on his oh, show okay. uh, very soon, and Maggie's going to be in it. We're going nice. to film the game over Maggie show. Nice. Um, nice. she's she looks really weird in a goatee, by the way. Um, so and then. <laughs> Well, I mean, whatever. I'm not here to judge, but it is funny. Um, the uh, so then the next day is Nintendo nine p.m. nine a.m. Pacific, twelve uh, twelve Eastern. Um, they haven't really like told. Is us that a direct or just a treehouse? It's a Nintendo Direct followed oh, okay. by like forty seven hours of treehouse. <laughs> right. That's what they do. Um, they haven't explicitly told us what's going to be there. Usually, they do that like a week before. But like, come on, it's going to have Pokemon. Um, the question mark is Animal Crossing. I know. If Animal Crossing is twenty twenty, with that. <laughs> if Animal Crossing is twenty twenty, then it will be at E three. There's yes. no way that they go through E three without talking about Animal Crossing, and it comes out this year. Um, for real though, like if they bump it, I can't really say that I would be surprised, and because yeah. they really don't need to put it out this year. Like I want to play it. My kids want to play it. Meg, you want to play Animal Crossing? Yes. <laughs> um, but like, you know, I, I, like this year is so stacked. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So, I mean, and I would probably expect that they would probably even talk about mobile stuff cause they've got, uh, the Mario mm-hmm. Kart tour game that is in beta right now. Um, so I would expect that maybe they might even dedicate some E3 time to that cause Mario Kart is the biggest Nintendo franchise full stop um so that coming to mobile is kind of big um so yeah that's the press conference schedule that's where all the companies are at you are right nicole obviously because you know video games as well as me if not more because you have infinite wisdom and experience um (laughs) and you've been doing this for like 30 years um so (laughs) you missed that didn't you 12 yeah um, I yeah. I guarantee you I was not writing about video games when I was twelve. Oh, well, I mean that's fair, <laughs> I guess. Um, so uh, neither was I. Um, <laughs> but the um, you know there is a bit of a lull going on right now. Man, is it, it news is kind of dry? But that's yeah, we're, I mean we're I went to like up. 
Polygon and IGN and everybody today because I haven't been paying attention because I've been occupied with other media about what's been going on in games and all they're talking about are movies and TV. And I'm like, okay. Well, <laughs> if you think, I mean, and it, because all of them have kind of, there have been a, a lot of people complaining on Facebook and Twitter, et cetera, about how IGN yeah. and all of them are, you know, covering all these non game topics. And it's like, mm-hmm. well, first off, you got to understand, like, it's a lull in video games, like a hist- realistically a historic lull. We, yeah. There was like a three-day news cycle about Randy Pitchford describing microtransactions wrong. Like <laughs> there's just not a lot going on because it's the end of a console life cycle yeah. and Sony isn't going to E3, so they're not talking about a lot. Like, And it's pre-E3 to begin with, so it's just like yeah. a historic lull. Um, and also, like, Endgame just happened. Spider-Man is in, a, like, a month and a half. Game of Thrones just ended. Aladdin is on Friday. Um, and also, like, other stuff is happening. Like, of course they're going to pivot. That's why they started covering all these things, so that when video games were dead, they didn't lose all of their traffic. Because, you, yeah. you know, it's all about momentum. They want people coming back every day. So they're just leaning into the TV and pop culture. Trust us, guys. It'll balance out. You'll be tired of the video game stuff the, it, during the month of June when they publish everything. Yeah. Speaking of publishing everything, EFG is going to be publishing a lot of stuff. Cool. <laughs> go figure when you take a, a team, which my team is pretty much the same again, and you you don't have eight hours on the show floor plus two hours of driving back and forth plus an hour of eating plus a half hour, give or take, of drama. You produce more content. Minimum. 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 Some, of the, some of the drama overlapped. It did with like the driving and the eating oh, and, and the, the eating. figuring, <laughs> and the figuring and, out where to eat and and the being at the show and the being at the show and oh, the having man. to walk back and forth places. I have a funny little like eating at show story. Sure. <laughs> I just have to share. So, you know, I used to work with Chris Charla. He is the most annoying person to eat with at a show because he will be like, okay, let's go get something to eat. And, you know, we'll walk around and we'll be like, you know, everyone else who's with him is like, Hey, this place looks good. And he's like, Oh yeah, maybe. And he just keeps walking literally like 45 minutes. You spend walking (laughs) until you actually go eat somewhere. You will pass like 10 acceptable places to eat, but he just wants to keep going. And it's so Uh, annoying. I can imagine that that would be terrible. Um, I, Linda and I, uh, who is my board game co-host, mm-hmm. um, she and I found out that, that at conventions, she and I are remarkably compatible. Um, <laughs> well, you and I were remarkably compatible, too. You and I, I, I go figure, I just okay. get along with women better. Yeah. Um, maybe that's just it. <laughs> like, this is uh, good. We're, like, um, good energy on each other, too. We're yes. like, oh, go talk to that um, person. You go talk yeah, to let's that go person. figure it out. Um, yeah. The... It's because neither of us were trying to out alpha the other one. No, it's like really that. No, no need. We were I just know. like, let's just go do this. Whatever. Thing. So, yeah. um, it's fine. Um, yes. My my alpha wrote checks real good, and they didn't bounce. So that's all um, that matters. The, um, and if that means, so we were at New York Toy Fair, which is at the Javits Center, which. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it has like the regular cafeteria where it's basically just like fried stuff. Right. You know, because like that's yeah. what it is. And yeah. um and they had like around the corner randomly, they had like a freaking gyro place with like, you know, Savlaki and like 
I we there was no line. And I was like, how is this? Like, why is everybody waiting for like $20 worth of chicken nuggets when like we could go? I paid like, I was at like the Javits Center, which is like, you know, it's a convention center. Traditional food is crazy expensive in New York City. I paid $11 for like the biggest euro of my life, like with like fresh vegetables in it and stuff and a soda. I was like, damn, for $11? (laughs) They said $11 and I was like, are you? Did you mean $21? <laughs> you know, like you ever, like that, that doesn't happen. No, a hot dog is $8. So no why? joke. Yeah. That's I, know. What I, was saying. I was like, what, what do you mean? And uh, apparently like it was like a different place. I don't know. And there was no line until like after we got there, but like even still the line was moving quickly. Cause mm-hmm. it's like, if you were just getting a salad, they just had a separate line and it was like, yeah. Obviously, I wasn't just getting a salad. What do you think I am? Crazy? But like, <laughs> well, I need, I mean, I'm just saying, exactly. I wanted a gyro. Um, but, <laughs> yeah, I can't stand people that are indecisive. Like if you're at a convention and you just got to do your thing, you've got to just, the first thing that everyone in the group can palate, you just do it. Right. Yeah. I know. I know. Exactly. You, like, you don't get picky done. here. Picky is for after the show floor closes. Um, so anyway, that's video games. Um, yes. Everything is slow. Um, yeah. And um, the Switch outsold the PlayStation 4 in Japan. Which is impressive okay. considering the Switch has been out for two years and the PlayStation has been out for five. With that said, it's also not impressive because everyone in Japan pays mobile games. And right. Switch is basically a mobile device. So like, it's yes. impressive mainly because it's funny. Um, but it, it's not like the Switch is on pace to outsell the PS4. That's insane. They've sold 100 million of those. So yeah. there we go. Movies and TV. The Game of Thrones series finale happened this last Sunday. It was not what, well, the whole season has not been what a lot of people were happy with or expected. I I'm got- good with it. Um the, the last episode did not end with a big pow shebang, which is what I thought lots of people were probably expecting. But if you look historically at Game of Thrones, the last episode of a season is not a big pow shebang. It's sort of dealing with everything in a very quiet way. Yeah. And I, not, I'm not going to say I love that episode. I loved where everybody ended up at the end, how they got to that place. I sort of had problems with. So like, you know, Arya setting sail, you know, seems right. Sansa, Queen in the North, we all knew that that was coming. (laughs) I don't think that was a joke. Didn't build for that. Yeah. Um, Grey Worm going to Noth made complete sense. How he got there was really kind of weird. Tyrion ending up as Hand of the King again, I think was pretty appropriate. Bran was odd and surprising, but at the same time, I don't think he's really going to be king. I think Tyrion is basically going to rule like he did when Joffrey was on the throne. And Bran will roll in there and be like, you know what? We did the same thing a thousand years ago and it didn't turn out so well, so maybe we should try something else. I think that that's basically <laughs> what his deal is going to be. Um, uh, John, I mean, John getting sent back to the Night's Watch. I laughed out loud when Tyrion's like, you're going to go back to the Night's Watch. I'm like, ah! 
Um, but anyhow, but I th- I, at the end, I think it makes sense because he's not really doing Night's Watch. He's going no. north of the wall with the wildlings. And those yeah, are, that's those people. that was my thing. Like they said he was going to the Night's Watch and it's like to watch what? Like it's, <laughs> there's no conflict anymore yeah. and the wall got burned down by icy fire. So yeah. like what is happening? And then and then I re- remembered Tormund saying you belong here. Yeah. In the episode before, or two episodes before, yeah. when he decided not to go south, yeah. you know, he's like, "You belong here. You belong north of the wall." Yeah. And, and I really think, like, the free folk have been John's people. Yeah, for, like, I think. Yeah, four episodes, uh, seasons. Yeah, I I think that that made sense. Um, yeah, I I would just like to say, okay, okay. so I didn't call. So I said Sansa was going to end up on the throne. Yeah. And I, oh, I feel pretty good about that, actually, because <laughs> I wasn't far off. <laughs> no, you weren't. You weren't. <laughs> she ended up a queen, and Bran ended up on this. I was a Stark, so maybe I should have made it more general and said a Stark ended up on the throne. However, I feel pretty good about that. Um, I feel the same way about Bran as you know, as a figurehead uh, mm-hmm. versus a true leader. Um, I think that that makes sense. I, I have like some nitpicky stuff. Um, about the story and the way they kind of evolved some of it that I'm not particularly happy with. Um, Partly with his storyline and like, I don't know, like, oh, well, why did you think I came all this way? It's like, what? Like, yeah, that was kind of weird. That was a weird thing. Because he's not supposed to be able to see the future. He's supposed to be present in the past. Exactly. Maybe he could see all the pieces like Like, yeah like how things could line up and what could happen with it so yeah that was um, weird i i'm i'm still i know that you were okay at one point at least you said on a facebook status i think that you were okay with the way they ended the white walker story um okay and not okay yeah i feel i was having this discussion with chris about it because i caught him i've watched the entire eight eight season twice now so Mm -hmm. i'm sure you have too but um because i i watched them all and then i watched them all with chris so Mm -hmm. because he was out of town so um uh oh where was i going with this what was i saying right before that white walker battle yes uh so it's like the biggest MacGuffin in history. Like, you know, yeah, you know, the biggest fake out in history was the White Walker story, and I'm a little pissed about that. <laughs> I was too at, at the beginning, but yeah, you know, I'm still. Thing- I, I don't know. I still feel like there was too many loose ends with it. I guess, like, like the I expect, baby. I mean, I expected it to be more. Yeah, yeah. I, I thought we were yeah. going to end on seeing the White Walker babies. I thought yeah. that that was going to be the end. Yeah, but you know, at the same time, um, if you think back, well, I mean, you haven't read the books. Yeah, but, only the um, first two. Yeah. But a lot of the what's in the books are like the aftermath of like the big deal. Right. Um, which makes sense because like once something yeah. like that happens and the living have, you know, defeated, like, well, what happens after, you know, right. kind of right. thing, which is why I was starting to be okay with it. Yeah. Um, I still think it should have been, you know, it just this sort of conflict, like this huge like life or death conflict right. was a lot more i think should have had a lot more importance than you know defeating a tyrant with another tyrant um yeah and and okay so so i'll tell you this this literally just happened today so (laughs) 
So I have, you know, everybody knows me as like the person to talk to about pop culture or whatnot. So a yeah. friend of mine called me. Who doesn't call me very often? And I actually kind of had like one of those moments of panic, like, oh, shit, what's happening? <laughs> you know, when I saw his name on my phone. And so I answered and he's like, OK, I haven't seen the last episode, but I just finished episode five and I need to talk to you about it. And he's like, let me see if I'm reading this right. Is this series saying women are unfit for power? Eh, and I don't think so. I, I don't know. I'm... I'm kind of on the fence about this. I told him that that could you could very well interpret it that way. And yeah. and we do have enough evidence of not only did Cersei make emotional decisions that were irrational and not in her best interest, not the least of which was insisting to stand on top of a tower on a balcony while her city was being attacked by a dragon. Right. <laughs> Sorry. But the, this was not the right choice. The red keep yeah. doesn't fall. Well, I'm sorry, but you have a dragon that is literally on its way to you. Like, right. And yeah. the person on the dragon hates you. So yeah. let's make a little connection here. So that and I don't I feel like people are talking about their decisions being untrue to their characters. There's very few that I feel are untrue. Like I think Daenerys was always crazy. She was always yes. off a rocker. She was always yes. going to lose it. Like yeah, we I, were just okay with yeah. it. Like that's going to be my article for Geek Embassy this week. Like Daenerys was always crazy. We yes. were just okay with it. We we're okay with the decision she was making because it was, it was couched and she was freeing people. Now she made yeah. the exact same decisions that she has made throughout the entire series. Like I don't feel yeah. her arc is off at all. No. Um, and I was very satisfied with how her arc ended, like yes. with John and the whole thing. Although I really, really wanted it to be Arya killing Grey Worm and taking his face and killing her because I just yeah, thought that, that would have been was, spectacular. Yeah, but, I was disappointed, you know, yeah. that the face thing. Well, wasn't the, she strong. didn't take a face this entire season. Like, I oh know, my God, I they know, built yeah. her up as this like assassin who has this amazing power and she can do all this stuff. And then they didn't use it for the entire end of the story. And I'm like, I don't know, man. She killed a whole bunch of zombies. She well, was a freaking yeah. badass ninja. You can't. No. Let's okay. Hold on. I'm me, not, I'm if, not I may, if I may, if I may, they trained her to be a badass ninja. Wait, hold, wait, hold on. Wait, hold on. Hold on. I'm just going to interject slightly, and then I'll let you go. I haven't said anything, but I want some credit for having watched this. Yeah. Um, because I spent six or seven, like eight, nine hours of my life. I'd like a moment. Um, they spent a lot of time talking to talking about how Maggie, please stop touching my microphone. Thank you. Um. They spent a lot of time retraining, showing her training as a stealthy ninja assassin, right? Yeah. But also growth as part of that is that she is not, she does not need to be sneaky. She can be crazy, like up in your face too. Yeah. Um, and so yeah. we can't say that she didn't like use her powers yeah. this this season. I, she, I mean, damn, I watched yeah. the battle for winter, yeah. battle of Winterfell. <laughs> no, no. I amazing. Dudes. Yeah. She re-murdered some dudes. <laughs> no. <laughs> right, yeah. I, I was, you know, I'm not, I'm not upset about her story. I just think it's a missed opportunity in terms of the different ways they could have leveraged her character in a truly surprising and cool way. And maybe they didn't want to because they did it with Walter Frey and that was like the big thing. Yeah. Um, maybe that was the only reason why they needed to have that as her, as her. Yeah. I'm, I mean, I'm disappointed too that there yeah. wasn't the face thing. I really wanted her to use Littlefinger's face. Yes. Because, yeah. You know, the way people execute people in Westeros is to chop their heads off. And she right. didn't do that. She slit his throat and left his face. And, yeah. yeah. So I'm disappointed yeah. again that that didn't happen. The other yeah. thing that I'm disappointed about is that they did not 
I mean, well, I don't know. You're more into symbolism than I am. But it felt like that they did not resolve the freaking white horse. They didn't at all. Yeah, like, and no. I was, I was upset with a lot of. I'm upset that this whole season felt so rushed. Mm-hmm. Um, there was so much more. The only, the only. I, yeah, I will not say I'm as invested as you have been, because <laughs> I, because it's not like my favorite thing ever. I, I do yeah. enjoy it. Um. But the last time I had an emotional like like release watching it was episode two of this season. So episode mm. two with Tyrion, not Tyrion, um, Theon uh, coming back to Winterfell and yeah. Lang, you know, for uh, wanting to fight for Winterfell, um, Brienne being knighted. Like mm. that was the only place I felt like in the entire season there was the open character storytelling mm. that I fell in love with the show for. Mm. And there it we we rushed through the Battle of Winterfell. Uh we rushed to King's Landing. And like I said, I'm good with Daenerys story because I like I said she was always crazy. And yeah. <laughs> she was always a tyrant. She was just a tyrant who was, you know, respected and loved by the people yeah. who she was over and she didn't have that anymore and she knew it and she knew she yeah. never would unless she had John at her side and so once he yeah. said no you know yeah. that was that was the breaking point for her although I still yeah. wonder if Varys was um, poisoning her um. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, that I never occurred to me no, that, but, you know, yeah, for me though I got very emotional with uh, Tyrion and Jamie. like when oh, they said yeah. goodbye I was super emotional yeah. was super emotional when he found them, I mean, and, and a lot of this is probably just uh, Peter Dinklage's amazing acting. Uh, but I did, I did honestly cry three times during the episode, and then once afterwards, which Isaac laughed at me for. Uh, but anyhow, so so there's that when he finds Jamie mm-hmm. and Cersei, I cried, and this is probably like a mom heartstring thing when Drogon just wailed. Yeah, that was when he realized uh, Daenerys was dead because it was like a roar, but mm-hmm. it had this sort of high pitched mm-hmm. sort of uh, beneath it. Um, and then also too, like before that, when he was like nudging her, you know, yeah. with his nose. Um, so I cried during that, and then I cried when John said bye to Arya. Mm. because that's been one of my favorite relationships throughout. Yeah. It was like, oh, they just got to see each other right. again. And now they're not. Yeah. <laughs> Anyhow. Yeah. Yeah. I, I enjoyed all, I just didn't have the, it didn't have the resonance for me. I think mm-hmm. because there was so much that had to be resolved in such a short period of time Yeah, that it didn't open up the stories the way that I would have wanted it to in order to have that. Yeah. So. Yeah, I, I mean, the thing that, that I do, though, is that, like, you know, I step back and I'm trying, I try to think, okay, what is it that I would have liked to have seen that wasn't mm-hmm. there? Right. Um, and I can't, I can't, I can't really, pinpoint I, anything. I, yeah, because, like, we, because we know these characters, you know, yeah. there's not a lot more to be done. Uh, with the actual characters. Now, the thing in the last episode like didn't make sense to me at all was Grey Worms just sort of, yeah, this is our city, and then okay, choose your king. And uh, but like I said, where he ended made complete sense to me. Yeah, but, and uh, yeah. that was one of the things because too he said in that same episode season, the uh, episode two. You know, they, he already had plans to leave. Like he yeah. didn't have plans to keep the Unsullied there. So I didn't yeah. understand why he was so 
wedded to the politics other than like, you know, he was there for her, but she was, you know, Daenerys was gone. Yeah. Um, he was crazy rage. Yeah. And I think I talked about this on one of the bazillion episodes I recorded was that, you know, as an unsullied, he was not taught to be a yeah. person. And right. so he was never taught to deal with these real yeah. human emotions. So the yeah. fact that he, that the rage would just overtake him made sense to me, but mm-hmm. I, man, I was hoping that him and John were going to get into a fight because yeah. I thought that they were leading up to that. Yeah. That I thought they were too. Fight. But yeah, that's what the, the last episode was lacking. Was yeah. any fighting? There was nothing. Yeah, <laughs> which you know, and I, I can't remember. I think I posted an article, and I think I tagged you in it about how all the books have like a hundred pages after whatever the main yeah. conflict is, and so yeah. it follows the storytelling style. And so I knew I watched. Oh, I have. To, I watched episode five. Um, I was in California on a on a trip, and I was watch. I watched episode five with a viewing party that a friend of mine goes to, mm. um, and they all vote. Um, before the episode starts to see who's going to die. Um, and I had I had had a long discussion with her. We had watched part of episode four again, where I was telling her some of my um, my predictions. I didn't have a vote because I was just, you know, I was just there for fun. Yeah. But um, so for episode five, she went with all of my predictions <laughs> and she got six of seven right. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, I was in a pool. I don't know if I think I told you I was yeah. in like a, a like a death pool. Yeah, I, I didn't even end up in the top five because I went all morbid and thought the Night King was going to kill everybody. Right. So I had him like really low on the uh, right. probability on of dying. And everybody I, made it. That just screwed me. I also yeah. thought Arya was going to die. I'm thrilled that she didn't, but yeah. I thought for sure that she was going to die. So that's yeah. one of the things that I said is that there have been a lot of surprises. For me, and that's one thing that I've always loved mm-hmm. about the show and the books and were, were yeah. the twists. That's where um, I hang with with it so, too. Like I can yeah. I can sit here at the end of it and go, you know, there was something that completely surprised me in, you know, every one of the episodes. I was not surprised at Daenerys losing it in any yeah, way, no. shape, or form. I, I All was All those people, yeah. man, I'm like, yeah. oh, you know, this whole thing has made <laughs> as stupid <laughs> as it is, but it's made for some really great, like, onion-style arc. Oh, yes. Which <laughs> is awesome. Yeah. Um, uh, like, I haven't been watching the show, but I knew she was going to go nuts. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, it, it, it was... Of course she was. I mean, yeah. and I'm not even talking about like, oh, well, you know, her dad was crazy. So she, no, like she's been, she done been nuts. Yeah. Um, And she was sick with power, right? Like yeah. she had yeah. nuclear weapons. Like, <laughs> you know, that like her whole, the idea that some people just liked her. Yeah. And it's like, okay, yeah. I get it. You bought the Targaryen t-shirts <laughs> and you stand her for Names eight your years. Kids Daenerys. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, oh, you know no. what? God. Or Khaleesi. Or Khaleesi. Yeah, yeah. It's like, so funny. Sorry, I mean, I, I have Targaryen shirts too. Like, if you don't like what Daenerys did, like John. I mean, yeah. He's right. a Targaryen too, and that's the thing. people just got oh. so mad oh. at it. Which oh, is- wait, I took a screenshot of um of uh, Tyrion in, in uh, I think it was episode five. I, let's see if I can find it here. Um, but there was one scene they were in Dragonstone, and it shows him. Uh, yeah, here it's right here with the um, with the dragon head on the wall of Dragonstone behind him. 
Yeah. And it didn't ever go into like whether or not he was actually a Targaryen, but I was like, well, yeah. if there's yeah. any, like, you know, we're talking, like I said, like, because they rushed so fast, I did a Twitter thread. If anybody's interested, I did a Twitter thread after episode five where everybody was like, it's so out of her character. And I'm like, no, it's not in here. I'm going to tell you why it's not. Yeah. Um, and so I have a big long thread about the symbolism and how they had to rely over, they had to over rely on symbols this season because they rushed so fast through everything. Um, and so I think even though they didn't resolve whether or not he was a Targaryen, wow. that shot i mean there's no reason why that shot needed to be done like that yeah um to put that head right behind him like yeah. that and so. it ended up being like i know i wrote that story for the geek embassy apparently i was wrong about gendry but he ended up being legitimized anyhow yeah. and he is who i thought they were going to pick to be king i thought so too they were at the council you know i just like i spurted out like out loud i'm like gendry and it's like, yeah. nope. Uh, but, okay but like, you know, um, but yeah, I mean, obviously, you know, you read my article. I think yeah. Tyrion is a Targaryen too. Yeah. But, but at the same time, even as I wrote that, I was thinking, what, what difference does it make? You know, if he is or he isn't. Like, I mean, there could have been some like crazy, surprising plot twist there. Mm -hmm. But by the time the series started, you know, I was like, okay, we know John is. We know John right. is going to ride the other dragon. Um, and then once Rhaegal got shot out of the, <laughs> the sky, yeah, like it doesn't matter. Like at yeah. this point, whether he is or he isn't, because. If anything, that would make made her more likely to mistrust him, uh, which, you know, she already did. Right. Enough. Um, but one of the things I really liked in this last episode is like the symbolism, not necessarily symbolism, but some of the just amazing shots. Yes. That, like when the, the, the dragon, dragon wings. wings unfold behind her mm -hmm. and the shot of John just standing, you know, with Drogon's like head, there's like a really wide shot where he looks yeah. like teeny tiny. Yeah. Uh, like there was just lots of that. And, yeah. and yeah. they completely recreated like from the same angle and everything when she's walking toward the throne from what she saw in season two. Yeah. I mean, the throne room was a lot more wrecked, but the angle of her yeah. walking up to the throne and putting her hand on it, like that was exactly the same. Mm -hmm. And I don't know what they were doing, whether it was her or if they were lighting her in a special way, but her eyes in that scene looked crazy, crazy. So yeah. I don't know if it was that she was just holding her eyes open more or they were specifically like aiming the light at them in a certain way, but yeah. she just looked nuts. <laughs> no, she really did. Yeah. Yeah. So, but anyhow, overall, uh, I'm happy. I'm a fangirl. I didn't figure that I was going to be mad at anything because like I said, one of the things I love is surprises. <laughs> yeah. Um, so like I liked I I know that a lot of people didn't like that it was so quiet. I like that it was so quiet of an episode. Yeah. I always liked that, like, when they extend out. I would have liked some other conflict to have happened because I felt like it went from such a tense thing to so, such a denouement to such a, like, you know, untying yeah. of the knot that I felt like, where are the strings that are holding this together? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. There were definitely things that didn't make a lot of sense. But, yeah. I, I mean, I knew it was going to be like quiet i'm like mm -hmm. look at the rest of the, yeah every yeah, single season like last yep. season ended with a bang yeah. when the wall came down but yep. if you look at every other season yeah it's just, just nothing is in the 
the last episode. Yep. Yep. It's always just this, yeah, the wrapping up of things and the, and for this, for the bureaucracy, for figuring out who was sitting on the throne and God bless Samuel Tarley, who's like, let's have a democracy. And they're like, (laughs) I know. I mean, that's that scene is kind of ridiculous because also too, when Edmure Tolly stands up, he's like yeah. putting himself out there. I mean, it's totally perfect for his character. Yeah, I know. Uh, which I'm was hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> it just cracked me up. Just like, I'm going to sit. Yeah. <laughs> and shut up. <laughs> exactly. And I was, um, someone on Facebook was like, it was irritating me, not for the same reason that like the stupid people on the internet are irritating me, um, but it was a male friend who was calling Sansa greedy at the end of mm-hmm. the thing. I'm like standing up and asking for what you want is not freaking greedy. No, like, it's being a powerful, and, strong person. And she just, and she went with, I mean, talk about somebody whose character was consistent. Like she's no. just like, which is why, Oh, my, my friend who called me, I said, I, you know, he hadn't watched the last episode. So I'm like, I'm not going to tell you, you know, I'm not yeah. going to say anything about this, but I'm, I'm all for Sansa on the throne. And he's like, what are you talking about? She's totally revengeful. And I'm like, the only person she enacted revenge on deserved it for a hundred yeah. reasons over. And secondly, she's the only one of them who has ever said anything about caring for the people that mm-hmm. she's ruling over the yeah. only one, the only yeah. one. And yeah. just that alone puts her in a, you know, in a position of. Yeah. So I only struggled with her because I know literally none of the history. Right. And she's just Jean Grey to me. So like <laughs> in my head, canon, <laughs> in my head, canon, that was Phoenix. Right. That was eventually going to like, you know, fight the dragon or something. I don't know. Like, so, <laughs> Um, I, I've been I've been very quiet. Yes. So I want to I I, I want to share some things. Okay. Some observations. Okay. Um, I want to defend the Cersei in the Tower thing. Um, because I did not think that was inappropriate. Okay. Um, and um, because here, because I I can say this very confidently that I am the only person of the three of us who has ever fought a dragon. Anybody want, would any of the three with either of you care to? I to... might make the argument that um, certain family dynamics that I have um, would constitute no, fighting no, a dragon. No. <laughs> I know you're the I know you're the symbolism person, but I'm talking. I have literally, with a polearm, whacked a dragon in the face. Have you? I understand symbolism. I'm talking about literally fighting a dragon. So, um, I had a toddler. Doesn't that count? Right. No, exactly. it does, no, it does not. It does not because I've had a hungry three toddler. Of those. So all right. So um okay. So she's standing in that tower, right? Yes. Um, and the dragon is going bananas. Now, what was one thing that really weirded me out is that that dragon was like the dragon breath was knocking over buildings and stuff. Um that were made out of brick. And that yeah. that disturbed me. Those are some very powerful dragons. So um she was at the top of a tower. That dragon was coming for her. It knew where she was um, because obviously like she was at the important place. Had she run down and it collapsed, she, it would have collapsed. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, but, so in but, that moment, wait, hold on. In that moment, I want, I, I, you guys have been doing this for 15 minutes. Give me a few <laughs> seconds. Um, in that moment, like all, all you have when you're making that decision is like, 
this this you know whatever she said right like this is not going to fall like that's the yeah. keep it not gonna, like that's what you have like fine this isn't going to fall i'm going to it's going to stay and because if because running could go bad no matter what so yeah. i mean she's always been crazy proud and admittedly my understanding is that she's been a bit of a survivor in the past but like she's also been i don't think she's ever been cornered like that before like no, that's definitely not. never been out maneuvered, and she was yeah, out maneuvered, and which is and what she was saying. You know, here are all the reasons why that dragon's not coming here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, and she got caught flat-footed. Mm-hmm. That I didn't know, but she got caught flat-footed by the equivalent of nuclear weapons in Westeros. Mm-hmm. Like you know, so to my for me, it felt like she was dying in the nuclear fallout. Like that's what it felt like to me is that it yeah. was just kind of like, it's not going to fall. I'm going to stay because either right. it's not going to fall at which point I have the most glorious moment ever or right. whatever, dude. Like yeah, that's, well, what hit, that's what hit me. That's, you know, part of the backlash was that everybody was upset that, um, you know, she was one of the greatest villains of all time or whatever. And she di- died in a pile of rubble, which is what I said symbolically was so important about her death was like, she is literally one of those women who supports the patriarchy, like internally, like that's what she does. Yeah. She supported that power structure and it literally crumbled down on top of her. And that's how she died. Yeah. And I think that that is a very fitting death for her. It, like, is. I know, it was awesome. Yes. Like everybody wanted her to get murdered, but everyone would have been pissed off because right. She wasn't murdered by the person that they that wanted they to wanted. murder her. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, I was I was surprised and happy that that is what happened yeah. Yeah. to I her was... because if somebody had just killed her, I would have been like, you know, oh, okay, mm-hmm. so that's the person who did it. Right. You know, yeah. So this, you know, was well, and then it would go back to what. Um, Oh God, Euron was like, I'm the man who killed Jamie Lannister, right? Like, <laughs> like, and then somebody would have had that badge to wear, right? And so nobody yeah. has that badge except the patriarchy because it is like yeah. the structure, the wheel that Daenerys wanted to destroy, destroyed Cersei. And so like, yeah. in terms of the symbolicness of it, I'm, I'm fine with like how it ended up playing out. Mm-hmm. Um, but I really don't think like everybody said something along the lines of, you know, she's always made her decisions to protect her children. And I thought it was just kind of flip that it wasn't until she was literally standing in the basement and the rocks were falling down around her that she's like, I want my baby to live. And it's like, where the, where have you been? Yeah. Like, where have you been? You yeah. can't like come to that now. So I felt like, I don't know. But... Yeah. I mean, she's always yeah. been completely overconfident. Yeah, you know, hubris, hubris. With good reason, though, right? Like, I mean, I've watched, like, the super cuts of all the crazy shit she's done over the last eight years. Because that's one thing now, like, now that I see the end, I go back and it's, like, all the things that Nerdist has put out that's, like, (laughs) oh, this is everything badass that Tyrion has ever said. And this is everything, like, these are all the people that Arya's killed, which, by the way, is a lot. Um, (laughs) And I did not know. um, So the, like, she's she's a cold cold man she she's yeah. crazy um oh yeah th- i mean so like i don't know i don't know man i get I, I the more i think about it like i'm kind of arguing myself into kind of understanding where you're coming from regina like i don't i don't think you're wrong um i just think you're wrong <laughs> no, no, I don't think I don't think I don't I don't think you're wrong. I mean, I, I get it. I just I don't have enough to really provide an educated. Yeah. Uh, with that said, I just wanted to make the comment about I 
some that's that sometimes you freeze up when a dragon's charging at you. It happens yeah. and it's okay. <laughs> So I'm not going to judge me, her too harshly. What you're telling me is that she rolled a critical failure on her on her defend against dragon. Um, I'm saying sometimes even if you roll a natural 20 on your defense against dragon, <laughs> you die anyway, um, is what is happening. Because uh, dragons are dragons. Um, yes, and I'll, I'll share my fighting dragon stories another time. But you know what? Um, I thought everything... I thought the ending was great. I thought it yeah. made... Everything made sense to me. Now, admit, I, the the thing that really bothers me from the people that complained about it is the people who said that everything was lazy writing. And yeah. I, the only people, like, realistically, the only way you can call it lazy writing is if you just didn't get what you want. And yeah. the writers not giving what you want does not mean that they were lazy. It means they had this plan and they did this thing and you did mental gymnastics to get to a point where you felt a certain way and they didn't do what you did. It's like, that's not lazy. You just went nuts. Like stop being so extra. Like (laughs) Daenerys was always a crazy, crazy chick. I knew that. You know what? I kept, I've caught like random, like pieces of episodes. Like how many people, every time I turned game of Thrones on randomly, she was burning somebody. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Like she burned that witch on the beach. Yep. I don't even know if she was a witch. Was she a witch? She burned some lady on the on the beach. The very first season? Yeah. Somewhere in there. She yeah. was a witch. I mean she, I don't know what season it was. Again, but this is was, like, but. you know, we thought that she was justified because, you know, that witch had killed Carl Drogo with the slavers. We thought she was justified. Right. And I've been thinking about this because I'm about to like, you know, do my final um episode of, of or at least not final but uh my final thoughts on this episode specifically and maybe a little more but she had already started killing innocent people because not all of the the high, the noblemen in marine were evil um because she killed um hisdar zolorak's father who was someone who had actually spoken out against um, crucifying like the kids and she just went up and just crucified all of right. them without a trial uh, and you know Sir Barrison was trying to rein her in right. at that point and she's and just like no because he, she's crazy right. um, she, she's been I mean I, <laughs> like the, the I, I don't un- like I just don't understand yeah. because I be- I didn't watch the show and I knew she right. was crazy. <laughs> yeah. Like this was not a sudden heel turn. She's been yeah. stone cold for her entire life. She yes. does what she needs to do. She does healy things for facey reasons and wrestling fans know exactly what I'm saying, right? Like she does bad guy stuff for good guy reasons and we love it. The first time she turns around and double crosses the rock, everybody goes nuts. And it's like, no, because she's always been bad. Right. <laughs> she, she, she was just cute. Like, give us a break. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I don't know. It just, it's fine. Can we just say, are they going to make a movie about Arya the pirate? Or I don't know. I, so. I would love it. Can we oh, have I just, because yeah. really, the one thing that I learned over the course of all of this is that I already. Um, admired Maisie Williams, right. but now I love Maisie Williams. Yes, yes. Um, she's amazing. She, I don't know. She's over eighteen, right? Yeah, yeah. She's okay, twenty-two. Good. Um, okay, good. Well, that's still that's a, really that's a young. Whole different um, discussion because a part of you know that. I know. Um, I watched that. 
But I, that's not why I love her, by the way. I'm not yeah, no, she's awesome for one, well, more than one reason. But one thing that's super cool that I did not know until this season is that she is right-handed. And she played Arya left-handed because she's mentioned as being left-handed in the books. So can you imagine learning to do all that crazy sword crap on your, your offhand? Yeah. yeah. I mean, how nuts is that? Yep. So, yeah, no, I, and we talked about this before, but when she did the um, April Fool's joke um, on um, Jimmy Fallon, um, like her, like just a look on her face, like you really felt like she had just blown it. The body Um, language, the shaking hands. Yeah. yeah. The way she was looking, you know, all of the gestures and everything like, and I knew it was a joke and I'm still like, Oh my God. Like (laughs) I'm like, Oh my God, this is a joke. This is a joke, whatever. And then I'm like, wait, yeah, (laughs) is this a joke? Yeah. Um, But yeah, yeah. Yeah, She's amazing. I would love to, I mean, all of the cast has said that they're done with it at this point. Um, But we'll see, but I want to bring up real quickly. uh, The prequel is now shooting, at least according to this site called watchers on the wall. And this, this is, it's a fan site, but they've been extremely accurate about everything. They are the first ones that got the pictures of, uh, Kit Harrington in season six, very much not dead. Um, so they're really good at breaking this stuff, but apparently the prequel, which is codenamed blood moon now and not the long night has started Ooh. filming in Belfast. So that's pretty awesome. Yeah. Do we know when the, the pilot next year, next year um, has been sort of the, the standard. Cool. Yeah. So that's super that's cool. And it, yeah, it's gonna it's gonna be set like during the original long night. At least that's what um, that's what seems to be the case. So, all right. So that is Game of Thrones. Send us your thoughts, or don't send us your thoughts. No, I'm sure everybody who listens to this is very intelligent and not raging about Daenerys. So, but you can send us your thoughts anyhow. Geekingmoms at gmail.com. So the uh, other big ending was. The Avengers Endgame. Mm-hmm. And uh, Steven is much more attached to this one. <laughs> I am. <laughs> so Avengers Endgame, the culmination of 21 film, like 21 films preceded it. Was it 21? Right. It was 21 yeah. over a, over a decade. decade. Yeah. Um, it occurred to me while I was watching the movie. So I went to go see it twice. I went to go see it once with Evan and he was asking questions. And in the beginning, I was like, dude, don't do that. Come on. You know all this stuff. And then I was like, nah, for real. He had no idea who Peggy Carter is. Oh, by the way, we're going to spoil the absolute shit out of Endgame. So if you Everything. haven't seen it somehow, yeah. um, I'm following uh, the, the Russo brothers rules. Um, yeah. And they actually, and we'll talk about spoilers in a little bit after this. Because I think that's something that's relevant. Because they actually made some comments when they were interviewed on good morning America about spoilers uh-huh. um, that I think have kind of reshaped how I view some of them. Interesting. Um, yeah. So it was for me, the perfect ending. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't complain about a single thing with the exception that I wish that Shuri brought vision back, but they got plenty of movies for that. <laughs> um, like, she can do it later. It's fine. Right. Vision can be in Black Panther too. It'd be really <laughs> weird because he's like hella white. Um, but like, it's fine. Um, there is not a single thing I would change. Um, okay, I can't say that actually. But 
I was really happy with however they ended. I was happy with where they left the vast majority of the characters. Mm-hmm. Um, what I think is most important about Endgame is we have now officially transitioned into the point where these are comic books now. And right. nothing that you see matters. You, right. I don't believe anything that I saw at the end of Infinity War. <laughs> and I don't believe anything that I saw now with the exception of Iron Man and only because Robert Downey Jr. would be old. Um, (laughs) And so I think Chris Evans is done too. So, uh, but I don't think, but I don't, I think he might be done being Captain America, the big beefy guy, but for him to be like up here as old man cap in a movie with uh, Anthony Mackie Mm -hmm. to like give some scenes. We, but you can say that you don't think so. But I'm not saying I don't think so, not because of story of story or plot, but I I think he as an actor is like and he may he may do a cameo here or there as that's what I'm talking about. You know, yeah. But I, cameos, I don't so. know. I even with um, that I'm not I'm not convinced. Is cheap until they say, Hey, listen, can you come to a sound stage right, for, for one day and we'll right. give three million dollars. Yeah, I know. And yeah. you can, and then we'll donate a hundred thousand dollars to a charity about lost puppies. And then he'll be like, okay, I'll come <laughs> okay, give Okay, fine. I will show you my face. That's it. Right. Yeah. Like, um, because now we're also in another position where they, the original cast, all their contracts for the most part have expired mm-hmm. or right. in different States. So now they have to figure out a different thing because these are comic books now. Like, you know, so the, that's really, and I said that a lot. We talked about this on an episode of uh, Geek Embassy Watches yeah. um, where, you know, I, I said that and I'm sorry, my daughter decided that now while I was monologuing is when she wants to show me Donkey Kong on the Switch. That's my dear. But it's Donkey Kong and we can all go <laughs> there for Donkey Kong. Yeah. Button to do it. Uh, now go sit down. So um, I think that's the to recap. That's the most, and we'll, I'm sure we'll talk about individual characters later. But I think that's the most important part of Endgame. These are comic books now. I don't believe anything. Um, I had to explain to my mom at the end of Infinity War because she was like, "Oh my god, I can't believe they killed Spider Man. Oh my god, I can't believe they killed Black Panther." And I'm like, right. "Dude, come on!" I don't believe anything, and right. that's okay yeah. because these are comic books now. Right. Um, and man, it was cool. That scene with Captain America, like where he was all by himself with a broken shield and like that whole army was rolling down on him and he didn't give a shit. Like that was so cool. Um, also, I cried for those that are wondering, I cried for the first 10 minutes because how dare you and make me watch Hawkeye go through that. And um, I would kill gangsters in China also, or wherever he was. was he in North Korea, Japan. I don't know. Japan. He was in Japan. I would kill. I would definitely kill some Yakuza also if I were a ninja and that happened to me. Um, mm-hmm. And then I cried for pretty much like from the moment the portal started opening until the very end, nonstop crying, ugly crying three or four <laughs> times, specifically about cheeseburgers. Um, that was the tear <laughs> count. I cried during all of that. That was. I yeah. cried and I was surprised. I wasn't expecting to because this is not right. I my thing. I agree. You know? Yep. I'm. It's not. I'm. I'm really. I mean, I will go on record and say again. I still haven't seen Winter Soldier, 
So neither have I. Like, I haven't seen lots of them. <laughs> everybody's like, yeah, like that is the one though that everybody gets up in arms that I haven't seen. Like I've seen I Iron Man and Iron Man Two. I don't think I saw Iron Man Three. I can't remember. You're probably know, okay with that. Yeah, that one. But but the fact that I haven't seen Winter Soldier is like the one. And what was funny about that was what the Avengers, the second Avengers movie picks up at the end of Winter Soldier. And I had no idea what was going on. <laughs> like, yeah. wait, what? They're like in a fight. But, like, what's happening here? The, the important thing, though, is that you because I, I was talking about this for weeks before Endgame. Is that like right. if you just go in and you like just chill? Yeah. It's no, okay. I, yeah. Like right. this whole like, oh, I yeah. needed to catch up on all these movies. It's like, nah, really, you yeah. didn't. Because at the end of the day, it's dudes punching dudes. Right. Chris, and Chris like, said the same thing. Take he it was seriously. Like, yeah, Chris said the same thing. He's like, I think I missed a couple of episodes of this show. <laughs> it's yeah. like yeah, with that said, did. Winter Soldier is a really good spy movie. Yeah, I know. I I you know, someday. But um um we also missed the Ant Man, both Ant Mans. And so he's like, Why is Michael Douglas in this? I don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> the Ant-Mans are actually ones that I saw right. because Isaac loved them so yeah. much. Yeah. But. So, but um, yeah, what I was going to say, the, th- the reflection I shared with our group and our Slack chat was that um, I watched it the day we recorded <laughs> for <laughs> Geek Embassy because I'm late to things. Um, was I, I cried as much as I did during Return of the King, which is a movie that I can't watch without crying at least like half a dozen times throughout it. So I was very surprised, but I had also seen a spoiler going in. And so I knew who died from the beginning. Um, so that made certain scenes at the very beginning of it very hard for me <laughs> as a mom. Yeah. And I was like, oh, you sons of bitches, you made him a dad. <laughs> and then you're going to kill him off. What? Yeah. Not fair. (laughs) (laughs) He made that rescue suit, though. I was pretty excited. Uh, The problem that I had is I watched with my mom, um, and I got really, really hype at, like, a few moments that she didn't really understand, Understand. (laughs) and I couldn't explain it. Like, he had the blue helmet, and I was like, oh, shit. And I was like, mom, 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 it's rescue. And she's like, who, the little girl? And I was like, god damn it, mama. (laughs) Like it's like I knew that was coming. I, right. I like because it's just that's rescue. Canonically, yep. she has a suit and it's blue. Yep. So like yep. I was so hyped for that moment. Yeah. And when it finally came, like oh, it was so good. This was this was I was a wreck for like the whole thing. Um, and they made him a dad, and that was admittedly a little weird. And it was a little girl, and I was like, oh crap. Yeah. Yep. But if you had asked me going into this movie. I, I predicted that Captain America was going to die and that Iron Man was going to retire into a mentor type role, appear for five minutes, every other movie, that type of thing. Because, you know, Robert Downey Jr. doesn't have to appear on set to be Iron Man. So like right. that. I, and so the fact that I got it super reversed yeah, and then it was Iron Man that died and that Captain America is now at, theoretically around and could potentially be a mentor. Like, I mean, I'm cool with it, but it definitely caught me off guard. I did yeah. not see, you know, Captain America living through this movie. Yeah. Well, I knew one of the other of them was going to go, but then yeah. I saw the spoiler and I was like, okay, well, fine. 
which to be fair, I did watch the movie like three weeks after it came out. So like I was, was it after the, the official Disney? Yeah. So it was the day before I saw it. (laughs) Oh man, you almost made it. I was so close. I was, and I had dropped my guard because I don't, I don't see like I see a lot of Game of Thrones stuff because I click on a lot of Game of Thrones articles, but I didn't click on anything for Endgame, so I didn't see a lot of Endgame content. Mm-hmm. Um, but I had followed a hashtag hashtag geek on Instagram, and a Oof. meme popped up as I was scrolling, and I'm like, "Oh, you sons of bitches!" Wow, that's tough. <laughs> but that's tough. like I said, I can't be too mad because it wasn't like I had Star Wars spoiled, bef- you know, before the movie was even out here, mm-hmm. so. Yeah, I want to pop back to Game of Thrones real quick because, mm-hmm. you know, awesome memes have come out of the giant yes. milk. Uh, like, <laughs> yeah. like the best thing ever. To... <laughs> it's like they put that in there just, just for the meme memes. factor. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. I know. It's just, I don't know. That was my favorite. Although, although my friend who called me was mad at me for having posted that. He's like, I stopped looking at all your posts because you ruined Game of Thrones for me. And I'm like, what do you mean? I? He's like, you spoiled it. I'm like, how did I spoil it? Like, there was no context. There was yeah. no anything. Like, I just put it in here. And he's like, well, I read it. And I knew that it was either Brienne or Tormund had had giant milk. And that's why they were so big. And I'm like, well, I'm sorry that yeah. you sussed that out. But I didn't put any of that in there. Like, right. I literally yeah. put it completely out of context. And I don't think it was a spoiler. Like, yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. I hope he listens and hears you yell at him. <laughs> he won't. But that's okay. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Okay. So... Man, was there anything else? Oh, the only other thing that ended that, I mean, we don't have to talk about it because none of us watch it, but we do need to just acknowledge the fact that Big Bang Theory has ended and oh, had right. its final episode and is now done with. And Which is I just don't. interesting that for a certain, there's a Venn diagram of people that had three things that were very important to mm-hmm. them and have been around for a very long time. Welcome. All end. About 10 once. years. They're all, well, I, think, I mean, yeah. Big Bang Theory is longer because it was 13 seasons. Yeah. yeah 12. The, yeah. The, the um I know for a lot of folks, Big Bang Theory ended mercifully. Um, yeah. I think what's really interesting now is like all of, like especially like the the Marvel stuff, not but the like all the TV stuff, you yeah. know, like the Game of Thrones folks and the um and now the Big Bang Theory cast. Now for me, it's just waiting to see where everybody pops up next. Yeah, yeah, like, seeing what what new things people are gonna do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, um, yeah. because I mean you may dislike the show, which is fair. Um, it wasn't the best, but I mean, the people that were in it are funny. For a big bang theory. Yeah. Like yeah. Ryan Bialik is, is hilarious. Oh, yeah. yeah. She's a little nutty, but yeah. she's hilarious. So like, I'm just glad Listen, she got work. She's got a cool YouTube channel too. If you yeah. want to check out her YouTube channel, she I, does a lot of stuff about parenting and, uh-huh. um, cool stuff on her YouTube channel. Um, you well, know, Rock Nation is the name of her website. Yes, it's the name of her website. I don't know if um, that's actually. I've, I her stuff just pops up, and I just see her. Um, yeah. So yeah, it is. It's weird how much. The, it's weird that like now, like everything just kind of ended all at once, and none mm-hmm. of it was on purpose, mm-hmm. right? But like the fact that it all just kind of happened, so it really does feel like there are people from all over the place that are like just hit. Like, what am I gonna mm-hmm. do? Like, because it was entirely possible. But like, I watched. Game of Thrones and Big Bang Theory, and I check out these Marvel movies. Now, admittedly, the Marvel movies are going to keep on going. Yeah, you know, yeah. Spider Man, and they take ten months off, but it's not like those are going to stop. But it's like Game of Thrones being missing is 
like really it hangs in the air with a lot of folks. I know. Yeah, no. um, Isaac, Nicole's uh, like, damn. Isaac asked me what I was going to do now. <laughs> I have no clue. Like, I got to find something to replace it. And like, I've watched Umbrella Academy a few times, but there's only one season of right. that. So I can't really go that crazy with it. Yeah, um, there's, I, I will say that. though, for you, there's, there are eight seasons of Voltron Legendary Defender. Now, <laughs> There is some cool stuff coming on HBO, there though. Is. You know, yes. they did all that teaser stuff. Um, I'm re- li- really looking forward to his dark materials. Yeah. Um, I'm reading, re- rereading Gold Compass. I'm going to reread all three of them. Um, yeah. And there's this, a Big Little Lies is coming Big back. I love that. The first, the first season. Handmaid's Tale. Yeah. Not HBO, but Not Handmaid's HBO. Tale. It's coming but back yeah. in June. Yeah. Hulu, right? That's Hulu. That's Hulu. Yeah. Yeah, so we That's got okay. Hulu's owned by Disney now, so right. I know they should combine their whatever there is. That's what, what I think doing. is going to happen. That was my prediction. I think they're going to combine their subscriptions. I don't think they're going to yes. actually combine the services mm. because it allows mm. them to have them be distinct, and also mm. they can double charge. I, I, I mean, you, you want a bet of pizza? Mm. <laughs> I don't think Hulu and Disney Plus will combine. I think they'll remain distinct brands. Complete bullshit shenanigans. They're both run by the same company, so yeah. it's. Yeah. So I'm not saying that this is ethically better or anything. Right. I just think that they're <laughs> going to maintain them separately um, because right. there are going to be enough people that will um, that will think that they are different, quote unquote, that they'll buy both. Right. Um, well, I get most of my like whatever current TV is on off Hulu, like, you know, um, when we watch shows that are like currently being broadcast, cause I don't have any like actual cable anymore. So who does, I know well, some people we do. do. <laughs> we still have cable, but that's really only that's for sports, right? Steven. It's for sports and wrestling, which realistically, actually after Sunday, I'm kind of done. <laughs> okay, um, sorry. With, no, not with sports, with uh, yeah. wrestling. Um, oh. they ha- they had a result occur without telling any of the wrestlers, and so I have like a serious ethical issue with that because <laughs> no, wait, hold on. If you don't te- <laughs> if you don't know what's going to happen, you can't prepare for it and take the bump correctly. So like right, a dude okay. got hurt because they didn't know oh, what okay. was happening. So oh. like they they rely on preparation or at least knowing kind of what's going to happen and also it's just so i'm gonna take a break until vince mcmahon retires i think my kids are very are very upset but i'm like Mm. also guys do you have any idea how much video content and audio content i create a week i really can't afford to give them six hours a week for wrestling i need that time so um so my wrestling fandom is kind of slowing is uh, almost coming down to an end also lots of things end it yeah, it's kind yeah. of time for that. It's interesting. It's super weird. Yeah. 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 I did cry, um, not plot wise, after Game of Thrones end, and Isaac laughed at me. I'm like, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> and then he's like, I'm not laughing at you. I'm like, well, what, the, what is <laughs> like that's a laugh. Like seriously. Right. <laughs> show some show some what damn respect. You're not supposed right. you're not seriously. supposed to laugh at your wife. Um, well, and her favorite thing ever. Like, if you're if you're listening, Isaac, I'm not an attorney, but I sit. But my legal advice is that you not laugh at Nicole. She will kill you. (laughs) Oh man! Yeah. Um. 
All right. So is there anything else that we wanted to talk about? I mean, about? that's t- so I mean, can we talk just a little bit? Have you got what do you guys think about the Aladdin thing? We're going to go care. see it on opening night only oh, because it just happened to happen on a night we wanted to go out. But <laughs> <laughs> And we're like, what's out? And we're like, oh, Aladdin. We'll go see Aladdin. So we're going I have no night. plans to see it. Probably the next movie that I will see is either Detective Pikachu or Secret Life of Pets, too, because of those both that um, Anna wants to go to. Yeah, so. I tried to talk Chris into um, Detective Pikachu, but he wasn't going there with me, so... Yeah, I mean, I, I might just take Anna. Just we still you know, haven't seen you know. it, only because it's just weird timing. Um, mm-hmm. But because we really don't want to bring everybody, unless we're going at like matinee prices, and right. um, the last several Saturdays, and it will continue, is um, the Great Parks Pursuit in Connecticut, which is basically a six-week-long program where they do outdoorsy stuff at at state parks mm-hmm. in the mornings. And if you go to all six programs, you get a cool, like, goodie bag at the end. And last year's was, like, a really nice, like, day pack with a bunch of camping stuff in it. So cool. we're like, we may as well go do these things. Also, they're mm-hmm. they're fun. It's not just about the That's prize. Cool. Yeah. So, but that means by the time we're done with that, we miss the <laughs> matinee prize. <laughs> right. right. And I'm like, honey, we got to think of the content. And so we're going to go this weekend. No, no, no ifs, ands, or buts. Mm-hmm. Probably Monday morning. Um, because I desperately want to see it, and also we want to review it for Engage Family Gaming because it's super right. relevant for us. Yeah. Um, yep. Well, I they had. Gonna, um, yeah. They ahead. had. Uh, well, I play Pokemon Go, right? So they actually had an event that gave clues from the movie, oh. <laughs> which was really interesting. Like, kind of crossover between like a mobile game and a movie. I hadn't really ever had a a moment where I was like, so I have another friend who plays. Pokemon Go and I sent him a text because I got this achievement that said um, Detective Pikachu catch the Pokemon who hangs out in a backpack and I I sent him I took a screenshot and I sent it to my friend and I'm like question mark (laughs) he's like apparently you haven't seen the movie and I'm like I haven't seen the movie and he's like yeah so but I thought it was super interesting that there was like this crossover between the movie and and the mobile game so cool it's fun the whole thing is cool. I want to see it. I'm just yeah. Well, isn't it? A, so it's Ryan Reynolds, on. right? Yes. Yeah. No. Yeah. I mean, everything about it. I mean, all the reviews are great. It sounds like yeah. it's going to be awesome. I Everybody just, said good things about it that I've seen. Just, just time is finite and really no, shouldn't be. Really, hadn't noticed. Yeah. <laughs> I'm only the one that derailed us for six weeks of recording because <laughs> I couldn't reconcile my schedule to make it work for two hours a week. Yeah. <laughs> That's okay. You were you were kind of crazy, so we needed to we needed you to take yeah. take a minute. I'm yeah. here now, <laughs> mostly. So yeah, I think we did it, guys. Yeah, I think we yep. did it. Um, yep. All right. Well, if you have any questions, comments, or other feedback, you can send an email to geekingmoms at gmail That is also our handle on Twitter, and we have a Facebook page. As noted at the top of the show, I have a solo podcast called Geeky Thrones Girl, which is not ending, even though the television show is. But I am taking suggestions as to what to do next. I'm actually thinking I might do the books that aren't the mainline Song of Ice and Fire books, mm. like Fire and Blood or mm-hmm. uh, Night of the Seven Kingdoms, because probably lots cool. of people haven't uh, right. read those. Um, and so you, you can find me for that on Instagram. And also the email is geekythronesgirl at gmail.com. 
Regina, as one of the top shows, head geek at the Geek Embassy and also host of the Game on Girl podcast. What do you want to talk about, Regina? Which I will help you hopefully be resurrecting this month. <laughs> well, maybe not May, probably June, uh, since May yeah. is quickly coming to a close. Um, definitely check out the Geek Embassy Watches Endgame if you'd like to hear a more in-depth conversation with a whole bunch of people talking about Endgame. Um, I would like to challenge our readers to bug Stephen to write article I know he needs to write in response to the Geek Embassy Watches Endgame because he still didn't talk about what he wanted to talk about that he didn't get to talk about. Oh, I, well, I figured we were going to talk about, okay, listen, let me just break into it. For real, everybody's all mad about Fat Thor and they're saying that it's a constant stream of fat jokes, blah, 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 blah. Okay. Uh, no, that is not what happened. I watched the same movie that you did. I watched it twice. I counted. They made four fat jokes Tops, depending on how you interpret them. Um, Rocket Raccoon said that he looked like melted ice cream. Rhodey said that he had cheese whiz running through his blood. His mom said to eat a salad. And I will grant you maybe one of the jokes, one of the camera plays was to make him look a little fat. Or maybe we can call the fat suit a fat joke. Other than that, every time the camera looked at him and people were supposed to get a joke out of the camera looking at him, it's because he looked like the freaking big Lebowski guys. It had nothing to do with him being fat. I mean, the big Lebowski also happened to be fat, but dude, he's the God of thunder. And we know what his natural state is because he spent most of all of the Thor movies with no shirt on. So (laughs) clearly if he lets himself go, he's not going to look like a Norse God. And then the the person who came at me like, well, why'd they make him use a fat suit? Why didn't they make him gain the weight naturally? Because Chris Hemsworth is an actor. (laughs) And is going to do other movies like, I don't know, Men in Black Black. International (laughs) that he was currently filming. And in order to gain weight to the point where he gained that, it would have required him getting diabetes Mm -hmm. and requiring abdominal surgery because they would have had to cut the stretch marks. Because that's what happens when dudes who are super buff get fat. Do you know how I know that, guys? Because I was a dude who was pretty buff when I wrestled in high school, and then I got fat. So <laughs> that's what I look like, guys. Um, like, it, so anyway, uh, that was yeah. what I wanted to say. Yes, um, he didn't get. He needed to get a, that. Sorry, that un, he needed. That's to been say building that. up for a while. He needed um, to say that. A bunch of my it. friends are like, "Oh my god, it was a never-ending stream of fat jokes." No, it was not a never-ending stream of yeah. fat jokes. It was four tops yes and if okay. you want to hear my reasons why i loved fat thor listen to the other episode is editor and founder of engage family gaming they are ramping up for e3 what else is going on steven so um i think the best thing to do is to talk about the various video and po- video because we've done a lot since we've done this so let's go <laughs> Um, I have Engage Your Family Game podcast. That podcast is nearing 200 episodes, in which we will be doing something very special moving forward. Um, so you can find that by going to engagefamilygaming.com slash podcast. I also film, uh, not film, 
filming would be weird because I'm driving. I record the <laughs> EFG Daily Commute, which is three episodes a week about at least one very specific game. Um, that is at engagefamilygaming.com slash commute. Um, you can also find these on iTunes and podcast services everywhere. Um, I have the EFG show, which I will be filming probably within the next half hour here, which is on Facebook Live. Um, I have a puppet, and we talk about video game story, video game news with one of my children. I do token talk with Rob and Steve, with myself and Rob Collegian of Upon's Perspective on Thursday nights at approximately 8.30. We talk about board games, and then I unbox things on Sunday night on the Sunday Night Unboxing, all on our Facebook channel, where I open up all the board games that people have sent us. They're sending us a giant shipment of Pokemon cards. So oh, wow. be ready, folks. We're going <laughs> to open some Pokemon cards. If you loved watching Megan read Transformers, the collectible card game cards, which actually listening to a six-year-old say, say words like shockwave and acid storm. <laughs> if you think that's fun, wait until she tries to read Pokemon names, folks. Um <laughs> Other than that, yes, we are gearing up for E3. We're going to be producing a pod, at least one podcast and several videos every single day, along with written content. We're going to be going absolutely insane. So if you're interested, make sure to follow us on Facebook. We're actually getting close to 2,000 followers on Facebook. Um, 2,000 likes on Facebook. You don't, you you know, don't whatever. Follow. So yeah. you do. It's complicated. Like yeah. us on Facebook <laughs> if you haven't already. And join our community. Engage familygaming.com slash community. That's what happens when I take six weeks off, folks. I got to plug all kinds of shit. <laughs> all right. So thanks so much for listening. And we will be back with you in two weeks. Bye. Bye. Bye.